so heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice. Hello, and welcome to Nickel Park, the couch guided safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide, Joshua. And I am your tour guide, Ben. And I... (coughs) Sorry. I'm your tour guide, Luke. I really wanted to make a joke up about Luke, the way that you always eat your microphone when we start these episodes. I couldn't mm. phrase it in a good way fast enough, and then it had turned into an uncomfortable pause, <laughs> and it was too late. Yeah, I was wondering if anyone was going to comment on the cough. I just couldn't come up with anything clever to say fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Coughs really aren't that funny. I was mid-swallow no. uh, of my saliva when it was my turn to speak, and so that's mm-hmm. how, that's kind of how that happened. And you took... You took that. Uh, you took that pre-speak little, and then it like all the spit mm-hmm. just goes, and immediately begins choking you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I do that all the time. I choke on water. <laughs> oh yeah, an uncomfortable number of times a day. Same. It's really bad. I like to say I have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, I have a I have a dilemma for you guys. I'm gonna send mm-hmm. you a picture. I had this name come through uh at starbucks the other day and mm-hmm. i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce the name and i wanted I to see what you, you guys thought i've been pronouncing names for years it is e-s-b-e-i-d-y uh i believe that is tall pumpkin cream oh uh shoot. yeah did you right. send the picture to me as oh there it is yep ah um who wrote this uh, it's submitted like it's a, a mobile order so okay. this is like their name so it's, on their app it's spelled correctly is what I'm getting at it, yeah right okay I mean unless they typoed it wrong but I can only assume they spelled it correctly S. Betty is S. Betty I think S. Betty I think it's Betty and I think Betty uh, did not know how to spell her own name and they're mm-hmm. like who's who is this and she's like it's Betty it's yeah. Betty. It's Betty. <laughs> maybe it was like maybe it was like a talk to text thing. And they were driving at the time. <laughs> and they're like, what is your name? It, it's Betty. It's it's Betty. That kind of makes a lot of sense. See, I was the reason I sent you all this is because I made a joke when it came through, and I was hoping that you all might make the same joke. See, I thought it might be pronounced speedy. Like it's a speedy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Speedy, but with a, a B for the P. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Speedy. Speedy. Yeah. That classic Italian dish, bidetti. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the fun things I get to experience at work, though, is, is uh, people have crazy whack names. What's your favorite you've ever heard? Honestly, this Betty may be up there. <laughs> um, oh, no, no, no. I think I sent you a Snapchat of it, Luke. One came through the other day, and it was um, D-I-S-H-A-N-T. Yeah, yes. Dish, a- Dish, Dish Ant. Dish Ant. 
So I said, is it dish ant or dat ant? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Yeah, that one, that one dish got ant. me a, a chuckle. How y'all been? Speaking of good. Ben. Good. Would you guys like <laughs> to hear what I've got to say? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh, good. that's funny. So, um, this is good. We're doing so good, guys. So, hi. Hello. I'm Ben. And this is the show we do mm. together. Mm hmm. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Do you <laughs> hey, do you guys uh, know what you call a group of apes? Uh, wait, is this a game? Yeah, this is a game. I was going to spring it on you guys like a trap. Mm. Mm. Uh, a group of apes? A group of apes. A, f- uh, a family. I think it's just a family. I think it's an orangutan. Give you a hint. Like a gang. Actually, it starts with the S. Ooh. So it's not gang. Dang. It's not gang or family. Family. Um, S. A squad? Oh, squad's a good guess. I'm just trying to think of puns. It's You're not, not going to get it. It's a shrewdness. <laughs> what? A hua? A, a shrewdness? A shrewdness of apes. Yeah. I guess because they they all look so wise hmm. and wrinkly. And you know how those are so often found in the same place? Wrinkles and wisdom. I didn't know adjectives were an option for yeah. for a naming convention. I didn't either. Uh, I have a list of a lot of names of, of like groups of animals, different mm. types of animals, and it's a really fun list. It's um, courtesy of, you'll never guess this, Business Insider, which is fun. <laughs> so like at the top, it shows me how all the stocks are doing. Oh. Helpful information. Yeah, and then it talks about animals. A very well-rounded article. Uh. We can run through some of these. They're going to be impossible to guess, but you can try. What do you call a bunch of alligators getting together? Uh, a tortoise. A Florida barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna, okay, I wish there was a submit area where you could submit your <laughs> yeah. own counter ideas. Uh, it starts with a C. C. This one actually makes a little bit of sense. Of alligators, not crocodiles? Yeah. Alligator. Of, right. of alligators. It's got a real churchy vibe. Ooh. Mm. A choir. <laughs> Is it church? It's a church of alligators. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no. no, it's a congregation. Oh. It's a oh. congregation of alligators. I like choir because I really like the image of alligators <laughs> just like too. laying on the bank singing. I like the image of alligators in choir uniforms up on stage singing gospel hymns. Uh, this one is bats, and yes, it does live into so the sort of spooky, mm. spooky aspect of bats. It starts with a C. A coffin, a coffin a co- of bats. A, of bats. a sarcophagus <laughs> with a soft C at the front. <laughs> is it? How, is that not with a C? <laughs> Classic <laughs> Egyptian soft C. <laughs> Welcome to Cairo, C A I R O. That, I don't know how you spell wait, Cairo. That is you how spell it's with a C? <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. 
I think welcome to Scandinavia. CK. Welcome to welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Josh, you're going to have to say something real dumb to make us feel better. Yeah, we're just really struggling. Um it's a cauldron. It's a cauldron of bats. Oh, that's so good. That's awesome. It is good. Uh, this one's good. This is bears. And it starts with mm-hmm. an S. Okay. A, uh, and don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Symphony. Okay. okay. A symphony of bear. A, Do you want a, a bad sarcophagus? <laughs> 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 yeah, give me a bad hint. A bad hint. Uh... Bad hint is Sherlock Holmes, a snoop, a snoop of bears. Hmm. Dang, it's real close. Wait, really? A snoop. You can you can Snuff. do it, Luke. Uh, a uh, a a snope. <laughs> ah, <laughs> a snip. A snope. <laughs> it's a sleuth of bears. Oh, oh. dang. Dang it, I was mm. so close. You were very close. close. Oh, let's find some good ones. There's so many names for cats. There's there's apparently one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different names for groups of cats. Jeez. Jeez. Luke, you might get one because of how you feel about them. Okay. A uh a mob. Hmm? A oh, that'd be good. Starts a with a crime the ring. A crime ring. <laughs> One of them is what they do, which uh, seems silly. It's a clowder, a clutter, a pounce, a doubt, doot, oh, D-O-U-T, a nuisance, yeah, glorying, yeah. Mm. or glare, or a glare of cats. Are none of them what? like a pack? Wait. Nah. Have you ever seen a clowder of cats? A clutter of cats? Clutter. A pounce of cats? Now, a, pou- a pounce, that's bad. That's a bad way to describe them. Now, are we talking, is this like any cat? Like, if you saw a group of lions, no, that's a pride. That's a pride. So, is it literally just like stray, like, cats on the street? Um, This picture shows a woman surrounded by thousands of cats, it looks like. Mm. So, like, crazy cat lady and her pounce. And her pounce of cats. Interesting. Hit me with another one. Yeah. Everybody knows crows. That's easy. Right. Everybody knows dolphins. Uh, this one's fun. You guys know what elephants are? A, oh, I've heard this one at one point in time. A, is it Churchy also? No. Well, mm. there might be another name for it. I'm starting to kind of doubt this Lucy Nicholson lady. Maybe <laughs> think she's making it up. I thought Lucy Nicholson yeah. was the name of the group. <laughs> Of elephants. A Lucy Nicholson. Oh, shoot. <laughs> a large Lucy Nicholson of elephants has been spotted off the western coast. Of- <laughs> I, w- I want to do that. Can I name? I want to, like. Hey, I miss. I gave it to the wrong. It's actually Alex Lockie. Mm. They wrote yeah, this article. It's a no. parade of elephants. A parade. Oh, okay, that good. one I think I've heard of that one. Yeah. This one's fun. What do you think you call a bunch of ferrets? A fairy. It's not bad. A battalion. Mm. Mm, that's close. It does start with a B. A blimp. A brood. Barrage. A brood of ferrets would also be good. 
It's a business of ferrets, <laughs> which is really good. That's the best one. If like that makes me view ferrets with so much more respect than yeah. I would have before. An LLC of ferrets. <laughs> ferrets Incorporated. Uh, also makes sense why it's on that article though for the website. Okay. Yeah, it's purely keyword yes. based. Right. Uh, do you guys know what you call a bunch of jellyfish all getting together? Smucker. That's so, again, you got the first letter right. Actually, you got the first two letters right. Ooh. A smucker. Hmm. A smattering. Oh, you're so close. What? A smatter? You're so close. You got the first three letters right. Is it a smamich? It's a smamage of jellyfish. <laughs> it's a jellyfish smamage. <laughs> uh, a, a jellyfish smack. Small. It's a smack. It's a, Luke's gotten it. It's a smack what? of jellyfish. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> I would like to smack a jellyfish, no lie. Oh, yeah. That's got to that be satisfying. Right on the top bit, not the poisony part. That would be a fun a fun way to name groups of animals based on like what you would want to do with them. Mm. Like sma- a smack of jellyfish, a ride of hippos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a cuddle of puppies. A uh a eat of cows. <laughs> <laughs> a burger of cows. Burger. Look at all the burger look at this big burger of cows. <laughs> oh man. Uh, give me give me at least one more. Uno mas. What do you call a bunch of porcupines? A prickle. Porcupines. Oh, a what? A prickle. Yep, I've heard that I one. Sh- oh well, ding dang, do- <laughs> ding dang. <laughs> I wanted to sound. I wanted one smart moment. Got to do another one. Uh, what do you call a bunch of wombats? Mm. I love that word. I love the word wombats. I like looking at wombats too because they're like wild. Wombats uh, are uh, Australian in nature, right? Yeah, they're like they're like Australian groundhogs. Yeah, and they're huge and they're feisty mm. and they got big butts. They'll take your fingers off. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cluster of wombats. Uh, I'm gonna say that it's a a a, a, a splatter. Of wombats. A splatter of wombats. It really should be a cube of wombats because of how their poop is. They poop cubes? They poop cubes. Have we not discussed this? We have to have discussed this. Nope. Wombats poop cubes. What? All right. Yeah, I can tell we're all Googling this. looking it up right now. Wombat Wombat poop. It looks like a little charcoal brick. Wombats poop cubes. (laughs) What the heck? No way. BBC has a has an article titled um, "Scientists Reveal Mystery Behind Cube-Shaped Droppings." It, well, it's it's cube cube-shaped colon, right? It's gotta be cube-shaped colon. Actually, everything inside of wombats is cube-shaped. <laughs> you guys got want to take a guess at how many uh how many of those little bricks they fire out a day? <laughs> uh, I, bet, I bet you'll get it I, wrong. I, I is it an Australian day? 
it Australian is, day. Yeah, it's going by the Australian standard unit of As days. As a previous pig owner, someone who knows something about the way that animals do their dirty work, I'm mm-hmm. going to say they poop out uh, 18 to 21 poop cubes of poop. I was going to say 30 Legos a day. Uh, you are both uh, off by a decent margin. It's, I don't know. It is around 100. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you, can build a, you can build a house. That's what I'm saying. Do Australian kids, like, just play with poop cubes? <laughs> Is that, like, wooden blocks for them? From what I've heard of recent news in Australia, they have, like, the internet and cars and stuff, so they probably do mm-hmm. normal guy stuff. I mean, it's just, it's like... Think about think about the environment. Why would we make more plastic toys when these beautiful creatures make toys? Yeah, I'm just thinking like in nursery school or like the preschool at church, they just dump out a big bin of these mm-hmm. wombat turds for the kids to build and play with. <laughs> you get all kinds of immunities from them. Right. Well, that was fun. That is fun. I wonder, I mean... How do you get to name a group of animals? Do you have to be like the one to discover them or Yeah. I think it's just King of the Hill like if we come up with a better name. Yeah, I think right. they need to have like an annual competition. If we come up with a better name, we get to um rename them. We just have to email a scientist. Or is there anything oh. unnamed, you know, that we could go Ooh. ahead and just put on on the radar for science? Well, I was thinking back to like the beginning of this conversation. I think a group of peacocks should be called a pretentious. Mm, that would mm. be good. Because they seem a little pretentious. What do you call a group of humans? A gang, mob, family. Exactly. I think we names. need one name. I think we need mm. one name for a bunch of humans. A body? A body of humans? Mm, that would be good. A hug. <laughs> A hug of humans. A hug of humans. And we promote world peace that way. I like that a lot. And that goes back to our idea of naming things based off what you'd like to do. Mm -hmm. With them. Yeah. Right. A hug of humans. I bet you're all wondering why I've gathered you here in this hug today. A A group hug would just be a hug hug. A hug hug. Oh, true. That's good. That's pretty good. All right, who do we do we email Neil deGrasse Tyson? Who do we? I think yeah, he's sure. more on the space front. Who's could ooh, could what do you call a bunch of stars and planets all put together? Probably haven't thought of a name for that yet. Huh? I think I think they got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it a sun system. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think uh, David Attenborough is the guy to go to for yeah. He's the one that says it all. The, like he. That's true. I think if somehow so we got him to say it once, yeah, mm. it, it would stick. Should we go make some money? But we after this hot start, we're gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Hello, folks. Welcome to the ad booth, the part of the podcast where we collect money by doing ads and talking good about good products. This week, for our Go Big, uh, we are talking about a company that you've probably heard of um, because they're pretty uh, pretty popular, especially when it comes to advertising on places like YouTube, and um, that's pretty much it. Uh, so if you haven't heard of them, now's your time. We are talking about Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, Raid Shadow Legends is a mobile app. Uh, well, it's a game. It's a game that you play on your phone. Uh, that involves various characters that you can uh, level up and collect bonuses for and 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 engage in combat and stuff like that. It's a really, really cool game. We're going to kind of touch on some of our favorite parts of it. And then we're going to unveil a really, th- a really exciting thing because they have decided to add us into the game uh, as part of the sponsorship. So um, did you guys want to touch on anything before we talk about our character? Just like uh, aspects of the game, is that what you're talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I I love the campaign mode um, that you can play, and um, it, like you know, you you guys have obviously played, right? It, of course. When you're starting out, you just got your little family of shadowy legends, and you're out there growing your crops, uh, and you're and your meat and mm-hmm. um and you get dysentery and that's that part is fun yeah i really like the um uh the go-kart racing portion of it mm-hmm. uh because it really makes me think of like mario kart and stuff but instead of blue shells and stuff you're throwing you know bombs and arrows and uh various magical missiles and stuff like that uh so that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. i like the free play mode and digging for diamonds Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very good also enjoyed uh that part where you can use your phone like uh, with the motion sensor you know Mm -hmm. what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. and then they got like the like the bowling alley and the tennis court and the baseball field and the boxing and Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. there's i think there's one more Uh, wakeboarding oh no i didn't get the the Raid Shadow Legends Resort Pack. <laughs> I just got the regular. <laughs> it's the OG. That's great. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool to be able to box other people with our character. Yeah, our character. I'm so excited about it. What? It, uh, so they've collected kind of a kind of a Frankenstein of the three of us. They did um, 3D scans of our bodies. Right. Naked. Completely nude. That was weird. Was that how did that experience right. go for you guys? Um well they did they send you they sent you the package, right? Like with all everything you needed to do. No, I had to go into the factory. Yeah, if the guy at the studio I went to hadn't said that he was definitely definitely from Raid Shadow Legends, I would have felt like I was maybe in the wrong place. Really interesting. Yeah. Did you also have to do the full uh, Jello cast mold of your body? No, I, that... mine was a different medium. Huh? He did a three D uh, paint. Did you guys not do the painting where you get coated in paint and then rolled fully over on a sheet of a big sheet of paper to leave mm. like a body, a three D body imprint? Did you guys not do that, Josh? What did no. you do? 
So I got a box with a sticker on it that said definitely Raid Shadow Legends. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just a tripod and a cell phone and then and an instruction manual. And the instruction manual had like 13 different poses. And I, and I had to set up the phone on the tripod in my room. And I had to be completely naked and basically go through all of these poses while the phone recorded it. And then I sent it to a secure email that it gave me. And then the phone stopped working. Okay. So I assume they got it. That that seems pretty legit, and that's how the first half of mine kind of went. Okay, like I was I was in like a big open room, and the guy had tied his phone to a fan, and I kind of stood in the middle while it rotated around me and did Fortnite okay. dances until until he got the shot he needed. Mm-hmm. But then okay. it was after that I was that was mm-hmm. fine with that. But then afterward, when I did the full body mold. Mm-hmm. I, I felt uncomfortable, especially with the DNA samples they took. Yeah. It was also weird that then later they reached back out with in an email and just said, can you send us a picture of your faces? Like, I felt like they should have had right. that information already. Yeah. You would think it was also weird that it was- Like a totally separate- Yeah, different email when we got yeah. that one. Right. Because the first one that we all got was from definitely Raid Shadow Legends for sure- at AOL.net. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the one I got. You guys got the second one from Raid Shadow Raid Legends Shadow at Legends. gmail.com. Right. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, I feel bad now because I sent, I thought it was a joke from Raid. So I sent back a picture of John Malkovich. Mm. And that does explain why that our character sense. looks a little bit like John Malkovich. Mm. Little John Malkovich. And it, and and the character didn't have red hair, which I thought was interesting. Right. Kind of older distinguished look. Mm-hmm. Deep set eyes mm. and a goatee. All right, but body body and, you know, features aside, the the like weaponry that our character wields is pretty cool in my mind. It is mm-hmm. incredibly cool. Like a really cool set, unique set of of like abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys wanted to hit on that, well, I mean, obviously our weapon. Right. It was kind of a it's gimme. The best. I mean, everyone everyone knows what I'm about to say. It's a pneumatic tube. It's a pneumatic tube, mm-hmm. and not just like a tube. It's like a full like bank, yeah, stand tube the whole the works imagine taking the bricks off of a bank's drive-through system and that's what we're working with yeah and i like our special like power-up ability where we can look at an enemy and judge exactly how deadly they are because that really helps in fights to kind of be able to pick like where you need to use your most powerful attacks right Mm -hmm. it really gives you a one-up yeah really cool you should check it out um download raid shadow legends um, and you can check us out. You can unlock our character. Uh, and if you, if you, of course, if you use the code nickel park, you can unlock our character. Um, and yeah, get to, get to rating with your shadows legends. Well, folks, welcome to the go home section of the ad booth. This week we are sponsored by a local Louisville club. It's urban farming at its finest. They are called Couch Potatoes. 
obviously they focused mostly on potatoes, uh, but they are a neat organization. They will gather old couches together, take them from the side of the road, take donations, really any way to get a couch and turn them into uh, basically potato beds, garden beds where they, they grow potatoes. And they just really believe one in the ease of using a couch as a garden bed, super handy, nice and neat. Mm-hmm. And two, mm-hmm. they say that uh, it just really makes the potatoes. Uh, you bring something special to the potatoes when you use something that's been lived in, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, pota- everyone knows potatoes grow out of the dirt, and dirt is just h- hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years of living things. Things being just piled up, mm-hmm. and and that that experience of dirt is kind of. Uh, kind of concentrated in a couch a couch is nothing if not a collection of of particle particles that have settled Mm -hmm. yeah they do sometimes it depends on the couch but they will often uh use the they will use as much of the couch material to grow the potatoes Mm -hmm. in as possible they will of course uh include dirt but it is it is a mix of couch and and dirt and it just brings Mm -hmm. some unique flavors to these potatoes Absolutely. Um, they did send. They sent us some kind of examples of the potatoes they grow. They they make a lot of different products. Uh, what did you guys get? Did you guys make with your potatoes? Yeah, I uh, I went with the whole potatoes, but the ones that were grown with uh, hydroponics. Did you see these these ones? No. Um, so they do the couches still, um, but they do fully submerge submerge the couch in a pool. Oh. And then grow the potatoes out of this the soaking wet uh, couch, and so mm. it's it's a little bit of hydroponics meets uh, urban farming. Um, really cool stuff. Uh, really lends itself to uh, the flavor profile that you find in these potatoes is really, um, I don't know. It's it's made more. What am I trying to say? It's more potent. Wet? The flavor. The flavor. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's very wet. <laughs> but, beca- but because the water is able to permeate, you know, the whole experience, you really get a concentrated mm. version of the flavor. Um, mm. So you can really taste those those uh, those three month old toenail clippings in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. Om- it was almost the opposite. Uh, so you guys know how there's like faux leather couches right mm-hmm. and once they get real wet that water like just net like they're just wet forever forever yeah. always there um so they actually take couches off the side of the road specifically fake leather couches that have been rained on mm-hmm. and then they put a little bit of dirt and mix it in with the couch cushions put the potatoes in there and then they'd never water it so mm-hmm. the potatoes have to draw all of the water, oh. all of the moisture out of the couch. So you right. really get that flavor like from the top, like from the headrest all the way down to the bottom. Like you really get that full. F- and you can do this with leather couches too. I've, I've heard that the leather ones taste the most regal. They definitely have the most gravitas as far as potatoes go. Mm. A beefy flavor to them. If you will, yeah, like, you, like they go well with bourbon um, and cigars. The the fake leather ones are still good though. Like I really enjoyed it. We made yeah. uh, we made barbecue, and then did some cheesy potatoes. And the the cheesy potatoes had almost like a barbecue aftertaste. Yeah. Sure, like a faux a faux barbecue. Like a faux bar like uh like uh, uh like cow adjacent. 
Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe it. That sounds pretty good. Very good, though. Exceptionally good. So, they sent me a selection of their waffle potatoes, mm. um, as in, like, for making waffle fries. Right. Mm, okay. Um, so, they, a lot of times when people make waffle fries, they have to do a, f- a lot of fancy slicing and dicing, you know? But the way they do it is, you know, obviously incorporating the couch. They use a wicker couch. Uh, since it's got all the slots and stuff in it. And so the mm-hmm. potato actually grows through the couch um, as it matures into full potato mm-hmm. state. Um, that way, when you slice it up, it's already potato or already waffled on the inside. Whoa. You know, it's already got the holes pre-made. Mm. That's genius. It is genius. All you, I mean, it took me, I don't know, 30 seconds and then a few minutes in the air fryer and I had waffle fries. Wow. Whoa, brilliant. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, full potato state is called a pistato. It, correct. My bad. You can just cut that in like it was clean. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so this organization, one, they take couch donations. So if you got old couches, uh, please consider giving them to Couch Potatoes. Two, if you're just interested in farming in general, uh, go ahead and look them up. Maybe go down and help them grow some potatoes. They love uh, volunteers that take walk-ins. Uh, they like people who want to work with the community. And, of course, buy your potatoes from Couch Potato because they have some of the best potatoes uh, in the city, state, world. Get them. You can find out more about them at couchpotatoes.org. <laughs> they take walk-ins. Well, folks, welcome to the final part of the podcast. This is our unconventional solutions portion. Um, Today, we're going to be tackling a pretty big issue, in our opinion, um, and one we're pretty passionate about. Uh, We talk a lot about animals on this show, and today we're going to be dealing with the issue of endangered animals, animals that are on the brink of extinction and how we can stop that from happening. We don't we don't want to see another dodo bird crisis or dinosaurs woolly mammoth. Did you guys know that those were all gone? Which which of those three? Because, yes, Uh, dodos. (laughs) No, dinosaurs. Those are long extinct. Uh, Dodos. I did like a hashtag save the dodos a while ago and I got I got uh, sort of shredded in the chat over it. Hmm. Comment section was not nice to me. Behind dinosaurs, it's got to be the most commonly known extinct animal. Yeah. I saw them in the movie Ice Age. Right. right. And Ice Age Meltdown. Mm-hmm. And- uh, do you know what else was in Ice Age? Yeah. Let's let's go through a few. <laughs> Woolly mammoths, for one. Woolly mammoth, saber-toothed tiger. I've seen all those, though. Giant sloth. Mm, giant sloth. Uh, weird dinosaur hybrid things. Yep. Let's not get uh, caught up in the details. What were you saying, Luke? <laughs> I was saying we're about uh, to solve animal extinction right here on the podcast. All right, I got one. Yeah. So the most common cause of animal extinction, other than like habitat loss, is animal death. Well, yeah, I would say that's the leading cause. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Let's go be uh, hunting, poaching, mm. uh, Agreed. just general humans killing animals. Um, so I think, I think one solution for for reducing the the chance of extinction is uh, maybe making animals that are at risk of extinction making them real ugly. Uh, mm. Because the whole okay. purpose of like poaching and like the reason turtle sea turtles were are uh is because for a while there they were um prized for their their skin and their shells and, shells yeah um stuff like that but but if you were able to take a sea turtle and just like i don't know paint some i don't know some lewd images on its shell in permanent marker or right hit it with some kind of ugly ray that doofenshmirtz made something like that um, I feel like that's going to really bring down the chances of people going after it. I totally agree with that. I mean, if you could just like, you would obviously have to get the consent of the turtles for this, but if you put a bunch of like Nazi propaganda on their shells, I think it would be pretty unpopular. Right, yeah. No that, one wants to make a handbag out of that. Not at all. Would, would that maybe be going too far in the opposite direction and maybe cause them to be... Um, mm, hunted for a different oh, reason. Wow. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. See, this is this is why we're here to talk about it. Okay. So ugly, bad, but not so bad that people want right. to. Maybe not Nazi. End them. Right. Maybe just like I love flat Earth. Okay. So it's like yeah. Okay. I or don't like, want a handbag. I think Arby's is the best fast food. Right. Something stupid where right. nobody's gonna right. It's not murder worthy, but it's like, oh come on, clearly no. <laughs> you could also for animals like rhinos. I know the rhinos are going extinct. You could just like tattoo them with maybe some just bad tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, who's gonna want a, a rhino hide with with a really poorly drawn Tweety Bird on it? Well, I think a lot of the times they go for the horn, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Real talk, though, there are some places that will dye the rhino's horn like pink, so it's unusable. That's a good move. Smart. Wow. Right? That's yeah. a. I would have called that unconventional, honestly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's so good. All right, skip rhinos. They solved that one. <laughs> <laughs> but also, where do rhinos live? Uh, Africa and some Asia. And Africa is what I was going to say. And it's pretty dusty and Mm -hmm. dry there. Yeah. Just like a little known place that we know of called, what's up, Mars. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Josh with the confident Florida guess there. (laughs) Florida is... Dusty and also wet. It's somehow yeah. both at once, which is why it's the worst. And then you realize that the dust is mosquitoes, <laughs> and they're also wet. <laughs> and they're, yeah, and they're super wet. Uh, Mars. It's cold there, so we're gonna have to do something about that. But I feel like the at least the terrain will be mm-hmm. ideal for a rhinoceros, right? And right now, there's nobody there. Nobody there. It's true. No one's going to get them. Like, you would have to be a dedicated poacher to take a trip to Mars just for a rhino horn. Plus, can you guys imagine a rhino in, like, a like a cool space suit? Somehow I immediately can, and it is cool. 
Here's yeah. a question. In your image, though, is the horn inside the suit or is it like the suit goes around the horn? Yeah, it's like it's like a, there's like a mini airlock and the horn sticks out of that. Right, yeah. That's how I had it, too. And they've got cool, like, ray, ray, ray glasses on, like, <laughs> like huh. sort of Star Trek. In mine, he had it, like, shaved off, but then he also, like, carries it around as, like, a, a staff, oh. you know? Like a, Ooh. like it's a cool ornament that he has. Is this yeah. a bipedal rhino? Yeah, mine's standing up, and he <laughs> okay, has it, right. what I what basically looks like a grim reaper thing, and the mm-hmm. horn is on the end of it. Yeah. So what Luke has instead done is he has said that in the near future, in the far future, rhinos have evolved, and this is his sci-fi story about bipedal rhinos living on Mars. Which I'm here for. I yeah. feel like I've seen this because the image in my head is so like crystal clear down to many details. Hmm. You're thinking of Rune of the Hidden Realms. I that none of that, not a single word. He's also got anything. a staff. Hmm. Or or are you thinking of Kung Fu Panda oh. and Master and Master Rhino? Maybe a little. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Master Space Rhino. I'm going to Google Space Rhino. We we put rhinos on Mars. Mm-hmm. We come back in like mm, 25 years. And what's that? They don't even need the spacesuits anymore. They've adapted and they're everywhere. And it's their planet now. I do love that. Mars rhinos. Dang. All right. Well, none of these are what I'm... Oh, that's close. Yeah. Luke, just uh, just look up Rune, R-O-O-N, of the Hidden Realms. Just Google that. That's what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. I've been bamboozled into Googling <laughs> magic. The gathering. Now you're going to get magic ads. Yeah, we call that getting rune rolled. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me the whole time it was all a scheme for you to say that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I just thought of that just now. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that's so good. All right. Yep. Mars. Right, so so send Mars. to Mars. That'll probably work. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the I don't, solution. I don't think every animal is suited for Mars, though. I mean, right. yeah, it's this, this almost rhino-specific. Mm-hmm. Like polar bears are also endangered, and they're yeah. not going to do so good on Mars. Pluto, though, they might do all right. Pluto, Neptune, Mars, perhaps. Mars is very cold already. Is it cold? Mars is very cold on the dark yeah, side. I, though, no, right? yeah, I guess no. it's further than Earth. Ma- Ma- Mars is Mars is very cold. Uh, no, that- let's say temperatures on Mars average around negative eighty-one degrees Fahrenheit. However, temperatures range from negative two hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit in the winter time at the poles to plus seventy degrees Fahrenheit over the latitudes in the summer. So, wait, seventy? Seventy? They don't have a Dude. an atmosphere, so Dude, we should gets, go to Mars. It gets real cold and real hot without the atmosphere to sort of keep it maintained. Okay, but seventy? Yeah, but a balmy seventy? Yeah. Around the, the equator, e- around yeah, the but you would have to be—you would have to be just running at the pace that the planet was turning, so that you could mm-hmm. always stay in the sun. Oh, that's true, because you will then rotate into negative two hundred zone. Right, right. It, when it gets nighttime on the dark side. So if we just keep like All a right. train, 
If we keep a train going that circles Mars completely at the equator and you live on the train. Mm-hmm. I mean, rhinos are pretty fast, though. That's true. Well, right. That's for the scientists to figure out. We're just here. We're just idea men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's an animal I want to save. Uh, mm-hmm. It might be my favorite animal of all time. And that is oh. the bald eagle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually like going extinct, but I know you can't they're kill not. them. They're not. They're back. They're, uh, so wait, they're can we kill them now? <laughs> yeah, you can hunt them. Raj. Thank, thank goodness. It's about time. It's been months since I've killed one. <laughs> I've got some in the basement that I have been holding on to. <laughs> oh, gosh. That sounds really messed up. Uh, the answer is a toupee, though. Get a toupee for the eagles. People are like, oh, no, that's just a plain old eagle. It's yes. not worth not mm. worth hunting. Or Genius. attached little, like, uh, some cylinders under their wings so that they look like jets when they're flying by. You know, oh, I thought mm. you just so they could escape. Or yeah, give them jets. Shoot, yeah. why not? <laughs> Supersonic eagles. Let's do it. <laughs> give them guns and the right to carry. As they should. As they should. Right. Yeah. Right. right. As our mascot. You know, how we joke like um, the right to right to bear the right to arm bears. Mm-hmm. What if we did that with polar bears? Um, the thing is, no one's out just like killing polar bears. They're just dying from. Uh, the heat right yeah. and lack of food lack which, of food which we are doing a little bit which we are doing right if they had a gun though they could hunt seals a sniper give them a sniper rifle so they can shoot yeah. seal, seals from a distance schnoot sneels schnoot sneels from a distance I think Coca-Cola had a good idea sending them a bunch of coke um, mm-hmm. but they're still dying I think and we sleds. need to and what more sleds yeah, sure. For give speed. Them, give them snowmobiles at this point. I mean, we got the technology for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bring, them, bring them down. Like, why can't we just bring them down and they're like, oh, shoot, there's so many, like, elk and deer down here. I don't need to be up up north. Right, And we sh- but we shave them frequently. Right, that's true. I mean, well, do you think they could, like, vibe out in upper Canada? That's what I'm saying. I feel like they could. Like, it's still pretty cold up there, right? I don't know. I don't know what their minimum. I've seen them in Louisville, so they can't. They have to be able to do <laughs> decent. What? Okay. What? So, uh, what if we took them up higher? Ah, because uh-huh. higher okay. is colder. Higher is colder. Yes. That's we're, as far as I got. We're once again gonna need a breathing apparatus for them. Well, they'll probably be fine. Okay. Well, yeah, when you put it like that. Like, what if we get them up into the Alps? Real high up in the Alps. And then we just send, like, there's all kinds of sheep, I bet, in the Alps that people are herding. Yeah. Just herd herd a couple sheep up their way every once in a while. Maybe they come down, take uh, day trips, come down, grab a sheep. And maybe you're not allowed to stop them from grabbing your sheep. Mm. I like that. You protect them. Yeah. Yeah. If a if a polar if a Swiss polar bear is coming for your sheep, you gotta let, mm-hmm. you gotta have them. Your best bet is to just leave one behind. Do you have another one? What's another in yeah, danger? I was gonna say, is there at least one more animal we could save? Like we're on a while hot we're streak. Um, we really should stop teaching abstinence to all these species. I think that'll help. I yeah. I do agree. 
I don't know why they still do that. It seems outdated at this point. I got nothing else. Yeah, now I'm now I'm so sidetracked. Looks <laughs> over here thinking it. about abstinence. This has been Nickel Park. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you like, you can hit us up at nickelparktours at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to our thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. And thank you for listening. Until next time, I am Joshua. I'm Ben. And I'm Luke. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.